I want you to be seated and be reassured that the Lord has you covered. And that's why I said this year where everything is going to fall apart, nations will be running helter-skelter, the head will be the tail. And all kind of things, he says, but I will be your shepherd. I want multimedia to help me with Psalm 23 and verse 4. Psalm 23 and verse 4, the New Living Translation. Because a lot of people here are hiding the fact that your heart is in your mouth. Nothing is the way we thought it will be. And nobody can really forecast where this is going. But the one thing for sure is somebody is holding your hand. The New Living Translation, Psalm 23 verse 4 say, Even when, even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid. My heart will trust you. Why? For you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect. Somebody say amen. I said your rod and your staff protect. Say amen. And also comfort me. Give me the amplified version of it. The rod is not to beat you. It is to protect you. It says your rod to protect and your staff to guide. When we go through times like this. He says I will not be afraid for you are with me. Your rod is there to protect me. And you start to guide. And they comfort me. I bring somebody a word comfort from the Lord. Say the Lord says I've got you. I said the Lord say I have got you covered. Let the word of the Lord comfort you. Nothing is taken in by surprise. But the things men build. And they used to call God and they used to worship. God is allowing them to be broken. So that everybody will realize that nobody is in charge of anything. That's what is going on. And unfortunately you and I too, we began to worship at some altars. The altar of I'm going to America. The altar I'm going to Canada. Where you go now? I said, where are you going? If somebody gave you a ticket to Spain, will you go? Hallelujah. Today is Warfare Wednesday and we're going on to take possession of our possessions and so shall it be in the mighty name of Jesus. Put your hands together and just bless the Lord for the opportunity we have today to go up and take our possessions. How many of you realize there are many things are yours that hasn't come into your possession yet? Oh, you don't know that. Your joy your blessings, your house, your business, your finances. May the Lord grant us that we win this battle today and possess our possession. Let somebody who believes I have great possession, I am going to possess, let the person shout amen. We're going to start praying. I really, really want to pray today. Deuteronomy 1 and verse 21. Please, multimedia, stay with me. Deuteronomy 1 verse 21, I want the New International Version of the Bible. New International Version, NIV. I'm going to allow you to sit there, but once I call for prayer, I advise you to jump on your feet, go on your knees, lie down. But whatever you do, don't sit down. Warfare is never done sitting down. I read the word of the Lord. This is a key scripture for this Warfare Wednesday. It says, see, somebody say see. No, 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 no. Say it like your pastor is charging you to battle. It says, see. That's the first thing. See. Why would God say, see, when your eyes are open, when you're not sleeping, you're not wearing dark glasses. And God says, see. 
It means you are looking but you are not seen. It means you are sitting but you are not alert. The Lord says, see, the Lord your God has given you, past tense, the land. The land represents what God wants you to have. Child of God, God did not save you to put you to shame. Let me try the people on this side. I said, God did not save you to put you to shame. Let me ask any parent here. Do you have children and all your dream for them is for them to be put to shame? And your Bible says, if you wicked men know how to give good things to your children, how much more me? That's the place for someone to shout hallelujah. But it says, see, the Lord your God has given you the land. The land represents the things that you need to have by this time where you should be. It says, I have given you the land. And some people went home happy and they're rejoicing, but they didn't wait for the second part. He said, I have given you, now what do you do? He says, go up, hello, and take possession. When I think this warfare Wednesday, let's go up and take possession, I meant business. Unfortunately, a lot of people think when God gives you something, God is going to deliver it by DHL into your bedroom. No, 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 no. Usually it's not like that. God says, Lord, so you see, I've given you the land. Now go up and do what? Take possession of it. Someone say eat. The question is, don't we all have an eat that we need to take possession of? Can I tell you something? As different as we look, that is how our eat differs from one another. Go up is an instruction. Don't sit down. Don't just be dancing. Don't just be telling people about what God said going to do for you. Go up. Get up. Do something about it. Take possession of it as the Lord, the God of your ancestors told you. Now, do not be what? You need to connect to me. Do not be what? And do not be what? That's where the problem is. That's where the problem is. How many of us have a sense in what the Lord has given us? You have a sense inside you that the things God has given you. If your hand is not up, I need to pray a special prayer for you. You know, inside even a child, if you sell a child, who you could be when you grow up? You, when you catch their attention, they will not pause. They're thinking, should I tell you or should I not tell you? Why? Because they tell you what will intimidate you. Jo- Joseph told the Pharisees, me, the sun and the moon are going to bow to me. Children don't say everything in their mind, though. Because you are not ready for some things God is showing them. Are you there? After a while, and there's been a lot of struggle, the child grows up to 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. These things have not come to pass. What happens? They're discouraged. Today they will deliver us. See, the Lord's giving you the land. As far as God is concerned, it's a done deal. What is remaining is for you to go. And take possession of it. Do not be afraid. What will stop you is when you are afraid or you're discouraged. Bring the slide for today. I want to I want us first pray about discouragement. Even in prayer, do you know discouragement is woven to the way we pray sometimes? How many of you know that dogs can smell fear? You know once. No matter what you wear in your face, the dog can fear smell. And once they fear, they will attack you. And anybody who is not afraid, they will let the person pass. Discouragement can be smelt in the spiritual realm. And it really nullifies prayer. 
That's why the Bible says, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. I have given you, but to take possession, you have to deal with discouragement. You have to deal with fear. And so, give my slide, my slide, my slide. So, the scripture on the slide says, then Caleb silenced the people before Moses. Why? He silenced the voices that generate fear and discouragement. Before he did anything, he silenced what? The people. The voices of fear. The voices of discouragement. The last time you tried it, you fell flat on your face. Some voices tend to remind us of how we tried, but we didn't make it. He silenced the voices before Moses and spoke and said, we should. Someone say, we should. I want you to say it emphatically. We should go up and take possession of the land. It's, I like what it says, for we can certainly do it. The voice of positivity is the only thing that can cancel the voice of negativity. He silenced them, but he said something. You will say something that will cancel the doubt in your history in the name of the Lord Jesus. We can certainly do it. Why? Because the Lord is with us. Before we start praying, I'm going to give you an example. When you see this example, you will pray like you lost your mind today. I want to speak to you about Elijah. Please bring up 1 Kings 18 verse 41. 1 Kings 18 verse 41. Good. The New King James Version. How many of you remember Prophet Elijah? He was given a vision of abundance of rain. He lived in a time rain, there was been no rain, there was famine, things were really bad. And God gave him the vision of rain. It's like God has given you a vision of who you are supposed to be. And he spoke about it. And if he was expected to be easy, he was in for a surprise. And six times he failed to be able to produce this rain. But he refused to be discouraged. The Bible records that. But he went up the seventh time. How many of us can do something six times and fail and still go for it a second time, a seventh time? How many businesses have you started that you're complaining that I'm going to do anything anymore? God is not going to help me. The seventh time, he went up the seventh time to take possession. And that's what I call diligence in prayer. He stayed in place of prayer. Let me, before we read this, bring that my last slide up. Let me read that scripture to you, Proverbs 13 and verse 4. I sent it out this morning. I don't know whether some of you say the last slide. Proverbs 13 and verse 4, the living Bible. Listen, 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 listen. It's a lazy people want much. <laughs> when you see church, everybody comes to church on Sunday. They want much. That's fine. But if wishes were horses, every fool would be riding. It doesn't take anything to want a husband. It doesn't take anything to want a baby. No, no, no. Lazy people want much, but end up getting get what? Little. Why? Because the diligent in prayers are the ones that end up prospering. The diligent in prayer, like Elijah, I want to show you today. When God says, I'll give you something, like the dream of rain to end the famine and make him a superstar. You expect that God is just going to bring rain. 
But we're going to see how discouragement, the virus called discouragement, has made it almost impossible for many of us to possess our possession. Discouragement is so lethal, and God will deliver us from you today in Jesus' name. Go back to the scripture, 1 Kings 18 and verse 31. I read, in my own Bible, there's a caption there, the drought ends. For all of us, the drought ends today in the name of Jesus. The caption says, the drought ends. Then it reads, it says, Then Elijah said to Ahab, Go up, eat and drink, for there is the sound of abundance of rain. The famine was still on. He declared a feast. When I say God says it is leading up to a feast. Listen, you don't look at what is going on. The feast is commanded by the Lord. He said, go up, eat and drink for there is rain. The sound of rain. Oh, the sound not of just rain, abundance of rain. Whoever said abundance there, abundant blessing is coming your way in the name of the Lord Jesus. You know, the sound of abundance of rain. Listen to me so that we don't pray amiss. When God visited Elijah, the famine was grievous. Nobody could see their way out. Just like this year, I told you, it's the year of Jehovah. Lead us through the valley of the shadow of death, and there's death all across the nations. But leading up to a feast, a banquet feast, where he anoints our head with oil, our cup runs over in the sight of our enemies. Elijah said this kind of thing. I hear the sound of abundance of rain. It was a sound, not the sight of rain. Generally, a lot of us will believe there is rain when we sight the rain. He said sound. And the sound, only him could hear it. Ahab could not hear anything. Don't wait till people agree with what God said before you go up and take possession. He said, I hear, he didn't say we hear, the sound of abundance of rain. The word sound is not really a sound. It's like the vibrations, a feeling in my soul. When God wants to give you something, he first gives you in the spiritual realm. And generally the people around you are still in the physical, ephemeral, fleshly realm. They cannot hear the sounds. And it's not so much a sound. It's like the bass, uh, the bass guitar. It's a vibration. Elijah picked up a vibration. Ahab didn't pick up anything. Ahab was going to believe if he saw the rain. But the believer doesn't need to see the rain. He just needs to pick up the vibration. If you're already picking up vibration that you're going to succeed in battle today, so shall it be in Jesus' name. Let me read this in the message Bible. Let me read it quickly. We're going to first pray about discouragement. I'm following the calendar that God gave me. Two plus two is four. We're going to make it today, Jesus' name. Elijah said to Ahab, go up, get up on your feet. Eat, drink. Come on now. Celebrate. Rain is on the way. I hear it coming. It is vibrating in my soul. It is so good to be my experience. Thank God. Ahab did. Can multimedia stay with me? I'm reading. Ahab did. Ahab did it. Got up and ate and drank. Meanwhile, Elijah did what? 
climbed to the top of Carmel and did what? Bowed deeply in what? In prayer. His face between his knees. That is how to go up to take possession. He went up spiritually deeply in prayer, not just prayer. Today is not that kind of prayer. You're getting distracted. You're checking, checking your phone. No, 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 no. That's not warfare. That's play, play. Deeply in prayer. His face between his knees. If God gives you a possession that is worth possessing, madam, you go pray deeply. You see all this fine girl prayer you're praying. No, it, 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 it doesn't cut it all. Today, while Baraje in prayer, your makeup will run. Your hair, your wig will fall off. Praise God. Maybe you won't need it after the Lord blesses you. His face between his knees. You know, when you put your face between your knees, that means for my face to be between my knees, where are my ears? My ears are covered by the side of my knees. This is the time not to hear anybody. Your mama, your papa, your friend, cancel. Tell your neighbor, I'm here to do business with the Lord. When he did that, the Bible says then, it means after prayer, which is where a lot of people get it wrong. We have not prayed deeply. You're checking results. It was then that he said to his young servant, on your feet now, look towards the sea and go and check for the rain that God promised me. It is after deep prayer. Tell your neighbor, it's after deep prayer. And so the young man went and looked and reported back. says, I don't see a thing. Hey, some people have a way of reporting bad news. They will embellish it for you. It's enough to say, I don't see something. To say, I don't see a thing. You wrote an exam. No results have. I don't see a thing. Elijah could have been discouraged. But what did he say? Keep looking. Say, Elijah, seven times if necessary. What am I saying? From the beginning, Jehovah Roy had told him, this journey was seven times. He told the young man the first time he went, he says, go back seven times if necessary. Do you know God will never start something he's not prepared to finish? Do you know God loves you so much he will give the equation of your success if you will stay in prayer? Seven times. He didn't miss it. Seven times, if necessary. Let's read on. Verse 44. I like this. And sure enough, hey, the seventh time, the young man came back and said, oh yes, somebody, oh yes. Oh, you're not helping me. You're not helping. The battle is already up. Oh yes. Oh yes means Otishele. Somebody say, oh. Oh yes. Practice your reaction if you believe God. Oh yes. Sure enough, the seventh time young man said, Oh yes, a cloud. But there's something wrong with the way people report your bad news. They report it well, well. I couldn't see a thing. And this time he said, Oh yes, a cloud, boss. Very small. There are some things you edit away when people talk to you. Delete, recycle bin, empty recycle bin. If you see a cloud, leave it there. Don't tell me how small the cloud is. It's a no bigger than somebody's hand. Who beg you? 
rising out of the sea. But Elijah knew the God that he served. The negativity by which the boy embellished what God was doing. And you see, I'm watching people around me, people who try to diminish what God wants to do in my life. I will edit your voice away. But very small. Who beg you? No bigger than somebody's hand. Is that your business? Elijah responded and he quickly he said, quickly, then on your way, go and tell Ahab, saddle up and get out of the mountain before the rain stops you. Listen, by the time you're leaving this church today, you'll be speaking with confidence what is going to happen in your family, what is going to happen in your office, what is going to happen with your next doctor's report. You will be saying, you'll be declaring and you'll be established in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Nobody said, no, 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 no. Forget very small. I don't want to know about how big it is. Get up and go and tell him to get off the mountain before the rain stops. It means the rain is not going to be a drizzle. Come on now. The rain is not going to be one small shower. It's going to be a mega rain of blessing in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me finish reading verse, verse 45 very quickly. The Bible says, things happen fast. Sure enough, things happened fast after deep prayer you know the word fast means things will jam themselves hey thousand will jam million million will jam billion hey where thousand is still running to you million catch up with it carry them come out as that one they run jam them billion come jam million carry them come out things happen fast I've come to, I am upset with the devil that everything that should have happened did not happen. Father, let it begin to happen very fast. The sky grew dark with wind-driven clouds and then a huge, someone say huge, and then a huge cloudburst of rain happened. Why don't you stand to your feet? Hey, Elijah refused to be discouraged. Somebody can say, I see nothing. I can't see anything about your future. I can't see. Second time, I can't even smell anything about you that is more than ordinary. Hey, what business are you doing? It looks like something you should have done in your village. They kept talking six times. Elijah stayed in prayer. But the seventh time, Bible says, sure enough. We're going to pray about discouragement. Can I ask you, if Elijah got discouraged the second time the boy came, what would have happened? Would there have been any rain? How many of us would have been discouraged on the third time? The descriptive article that the boy used, Satan sent him. There's a way people will talk about your ministry, you will just leave the beast and walk away. Who did you leave your few sheep with? That's what the brother of uh, David told him. Then he says, go and check. He said, you. Phew. He said, who invited you here? I know the insolence of your heart. Where I'd like to belong where better people are. That is where some people report when you want to check. To see what, whether what God said is happening in your life. And now you are discouraged. We're going to pray. Put your hand on your head. And say, Lord thank you for showing me what is wrong but today I shake off every form of discouragement from my soul I shake off 
Every satanic form of discouragement in my mind, in my heart, in my soul. Hey! The virus of discouragement that has woven itself into my prayer life, that has woven itself into my confession, that has woven itself into the way I carry myself, into the way I relate with God. I shake off every such satanic discouragement that is hiding in my prayer life. That is hiding in my heart, in my soul. Pray, pray, say, anywhere this comment has been hiding, may the incinerator of the Holy Spirit fire it out of my life. Fire it out of my mind. Fire it out of my prayer life. Fire it out of my worship life. Everything of discouragement. The virus that is worse than coronavirus, that kills prayers, aborts destinies, and brings frustration. Father, thank you for showing me where my problem is. I shake off every form of discouragement. I shake them off from my heart. I incinerate them from my mind, from my soul. Lord, I jettison them. I want to have nothing to do with discouragement anymore. Yes, I checked four times and I couldn't see the cloud. And I didn't know that I was carrying a virus in my prayer life. I was carrying a virus in the way I talk about the Lord. In the way I deal with the things of the Lord. Father, forgive me. I shake them off. So that things will happen fast. So that things will happen fast for me. Begin to pray. Say every voice that reminds me of how small the things that are happening in my life. I delete those voices. Every voice that describes ah, my Christian experience in terms that breaks my heart. Lord, I, I will not associate those voices anymore. Any voice that tries to encourage me to, to believe that God is not on my side, that God has forgotten about me. Lord, I may those tongues be tied forevermore. I deliver myself from them. I shake off every form of discouragement, locking in my soul, hiding in my prayer life, polluting my worship. Hey! That the oil no longer smells beautiful because there is a pollutant called discouragement. Lord, I deliver myself. With the help of the Holy Spirit, I am delivered. I'm no longer discouraged, I'm encouraged. No wonder the Lord said to the children of God, He said to them, do not be discouraged. Father, from today, I am no longer discouraged. Still praying, say, I cast away every weight and heaviness. I cast away every weight and heaviness that has been weighing down my spirit in the place of prayer, weighing down my spirit in the place of my expectation of how much God can do in my life. I cast away every weight and every heaviness born out of my disappointments. Pray that prayer. I cast away every weight and every heaviness born out of disappointments in my past. Say it, I cast them away. I am not keeping them anymore. I shake 
myself loose from the heaviness and the weights that will not allow me to mount up with wings as eagles. That weigh me down in the place of expectation. I can't expect every good thing anymore from the Lord. I manage whatever I think comes my way. That will no longer be my portion in my life. I cast away every weight. And every heaviness born out of disappointment after disappointment. Hey, so Lord, I set myself free from the consequences of disappointments that have taught my life to become gray. That weighs me down in the place of believing God. I let go of every pain of disappointment. They will not weigh me down anymore. We're still praying. Say, Lord, I free myself from every form of negativity. I want you to say that after me. Lord, I free myself from every form of negativity. From every form of apprehension. From every sense of pessimism in my life. I will no longer be pessimistic about the things God's able to do in my life. I free myself from every form of negativity. I will not be bound by the spirit of apprehension anymore. I will not romance with that evil spirit of pessimism. The person that believes only bad things will come. Doesn't believe on good things anymore. I free myself. From every form of negativity. Every spirit of apprehension. I will no longer be pessimistic. That is not my portion. I will believe good things. That I still qualify for good things. I st- God is still able to do amazing things in my life. I will not reduce God to my situation. I will not say God is confined by my situation. No, no, no. I free myself. In the name of Jesus. Ah. Uh-uh. I say in the name of Jesus. Say after me, I shake off. I can't hear you. I shake off every form of discouragement from my mind, in my heart, in my soul. I shake off every form of discouragement locking in my prayer life, weighing down my worship. I shake them off. I am free of them. The glory of God in the name of Jesus. I'm no longer discouraged. Discouragement will not hold me back from what God has promised me. I am strengthened in faith in the name of Jesus. Say amen and amen. Say I cast away every weight. I cast away every weight and heaviness born out of disappointments. I cast them away. I'm not weighed down anymore. The spirit of heaviness is not going to debar me just because of disappointments. I let them go. I let them go. I, I embrace the possibilities of faith. I embrace the possibilities that God will do what he said he will do in my life. Father, thank you. In the name of Jesus, say amen. Say, I free myself. Come on, I free myself. Nobody can do this for you. I free myself 
from every form of negativity. I free myself from every apprehension. I free myself from the spirit of pessimism. I will not be pessimistic anymore because the Lord is on my side. Because the Lord has promised me. Because the Lord will do it. Great things will begin to happen in my life. So shall it be in the name of Jesus. Say one amen for yourself. One amen for me. Amen and amen. Elijah refused to be discouraged. Six times. And the person that's bringing the report has a way of enlarging the reports that nothing is happening in your life. He made a decision. God says, go up and possess your possession and do not be discouraged. So you're going to pray one prayer. And that prayer is based on something I have experienced called hypnotic paralysis. Hypnotic paralysis. Let me explain how it happens. For instance, when a snake, like a cobra, wants to eat a small animal, raises the head and looks into the eyes of the animal. And does what is called hypnotic paralysis. The rat is far enough to escape. But for some reason. Does not move. Many of us have not moved. Because we are suffering from hypnotic paralysis. When they bring a new idea to you. You, will, you are so good at finding out why it will not work. You are an expert. As finding faults. When a new relationship wants to start, even the faults the person doesn't have, you will import it. And speak it to the person until the person becomes that. Don't you know? Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Hypnotic paralysis. When God opens the door, God will not walk through the door for you. You have to move. Whatever is not allowing us to move. Every hypnotic paralysis that has been effective somehow in our lives, today it must end. Lift up your right hand to the Lord and say, thank you, Lord, for showing me what has been going on in my life. Today, say today, I escape. I escape forevermore from hypnotic paralysis. It will never work in my life anymore. Prayers in the name of the Lord Jesus. Today I escape. The Bible says the snare is broken and the bird escapes freely. Every power of hypnotic paralysis. Why you can you will not engage in the adventure that can lead to your dreams? Every working of hypnotic paralysis that hitherto has limited us. Ah! Father, today we escape. The psalmist says, the snare is broken. Ah! Okay, should you fall any? The bird escapes safely. Hey! So I can still move. So I can still fly. So I can still start all over again. So I can still do great things. Lord, I escape. From every hypnotic paralysis that has been working without my knowledge in my life. Today is the end. Put your prayers into a gear.
in overdrive. I escape. My family will escape. Grace Assembly will escape from hypnotic arises. So what? Peter, you fish all night and you caught nothing. Must you be paralyzed when the Lord says, cast your net on the right side. Not everybody the Lord spoke to responded. Pray, pray. Say, Lord, nothing will stop me from responding. When Jehovah Rohi tells me your time has come, forget what failed. Forget who left you. Forget what you were not able to do. Forget yesterday. Today is a new day. Lord, I escape every hypnotic paralysis. Pray over your loved ones. You may see somebody in your family that never tries anything new. Never goes for it. For your situation to change, you have to go for it. He said, let's go at once. Oh, Caleb said, let us go at once. We are well able to do it. We can make it. Even though it ends. No, 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 no. Let us go up at once. We'll not be paralyzed by their size. We'll not be paralyzed by any evil report. We will not be paralyzed because of what did not happen yesterday. Every horse trying to bring me into a state of hypnotic paralysis receive failure in the name of the Lord Jesus. I escape. Today we escape. It is not going to work in my life anymore. It's not going to work concerning my vision anymore. It's not going to work concerning my family anymore. No more paralysis. Thank you, Lord. We pray in Jesus' mighty name. We pray in Jesus' mighty name. The Lord says, see, I have given you the land. Giants no giants. He said, Jericho said, see, Jericho, I have given it to you. But the size of the wall paralyzed some people. The ten spies were paralyzed by the size of the inhabitants. You see, paralysis, what paralysis does is, it doesn't matter what you have. You just won't even use it. Do you know something? You have a loss. But you have not used it. Moses said, I can't go. I can't speak. I can't go back. I ran away. 40 years has passed. They won't even remember me. God says, eh, that's paralysis. He said, what is in your hand? He said, rod. He said, put it down. You know that what you have is more than what you think. That is for somebody here. You have more than what you think. Hypnotic paralysis will tell you what you have in your hand is just a rod. Mm-mm. It can turn to a serpent. Lift up your hand to the Lord. Say, Lord, I will not be the victim of hypnotic paralysis anymore in my life. Wherever it's coming from, return to sender. If it is coming from my hometown, return to sender. If it is coming from my friends, return to sender. If it is coming from my bad experiences and my pain and my disappointment, I return them to sender. I will not be paralyzed on the day of my victory anymore. I will not let the size of my opponents paralyze me anymore. I will look to God. Bible says, I will look to your hills from whence my help cometh. My help cometh from the Lord, the one who made the heavens and the earth. God will put my hands more than they have. 
Father, we thank you. We escape from every hypnotic paralysis from today. It will never be effective in our lives anymore. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Our potential will not be paralyzed anymore. Our destiny will not be paralyzed anymore. Our ability will not be paralyzed anymore. Our potential will not be paralyzed anymore. Our possibilities will not be paralyzed anymore. In the name of Jesus. Say amen for yourself. Say amen for your family. Say amen for me. Put your hands together and bless the Lord. You know, in warfare, you first remove what will work against you. We have moved, removed discouragement. Hello. We have removed the weights. We have removed hypnotic paralysis. You know what it remains now? Is to move forward. All the things that could make us lose, we have removed them. We're moving forward. In the text that we read, In my main slide, Numbers 13, 30, 30 says, Caleb silenced the people before Moses and said, we should go up and take possession of the land. The land represents what God wants you to have. It says, for we we can certainly do it. When you remove negativity and you go home, you haven't done well. You have to replace it with what? Positivity. It says, we can certainly do it. Another translation says we're well able to get it or to do it or to accomplish it. And so we're going to pray the prayer of possibilities now. Will somebody say amen? amen. We're going to pray the prayers of possibility. We're going to say to everything God promised me. Lift up your hand to the to everything God has shown me. I can't hear you. To everything God has shown me. Concerning everything God has promised me. Concerning anything I have prayed about. Concerning every promise of God to me in the Bible. I confess with my mouth. That it is possible. I confess with my mouth. That God can do it. And God will do it. Concerning everything I'm supposed to possess. Concerning anything I'm supposed to go up and possess. I confess with my mouth. That I can certainly do it. I can certainly accomplish it. I can certainly achieve it. I can become it. In the name of Jesus. Begin to pray that prayer. Put your prayers in together. Concerning everything. That God has spoken to me. Concerning everything. God has promised me. Concerning every promise that is written for a believer in the Bible, I confess with my mouth that it is possible in my life. It is not late for me. God is faithful. God can do it. In fact, God will do it. Concerning the things I'm supposed to possess. Ah, I'm going up to take possession. I can certainly do it. I'm well able to make it. I'm well designed to achieve it. I can have it. I can become it. Begin to pray. pray. With my mouth, I confess it. I can certainly do it. Like Caleb, I say, I can certainly do it.
And as he did it, I will do it also. I'm well able to achieve it. I'm well able to have it. I'm well able to become it. I'm well able to make it in life. If nobody will confess it for me, I confess it. It's not too late. Nothing is against me because God is on my side. Nothing is able to stop me if I refuse to stop. Caleb said, let us go up at once and take possession. I am going away from paralysis. I am shaking myself free from paralysis. I'm going up. I'm going to take possession. I'm going to become what God says. I will become. I'm no longer suffering from hypnotic paralysis. I shake off every discouragement that's able to hold me back. I'm no longer weighed down by any weight or heaviness from previous disappointments. I free myself from every form of negativity and apprehension and pessimism. I'm not a victim of negativity anymore. I'm not held back by the sense of apprehension. I'm not confessing negatives anymore. I'm not a victim of pessimism anymore. I'm not bound by hypnotic paralysis anymore. I certainly can do it. That's my confession. I'm going up at once to possess my possession. The devil is a liar. I am not hypnotized anymore. Caleb says, Silence, you evil voices. We should go up at once and take possession of that which God has given us. Nobody will enjoy my possession. Nobody will divert them anymore. In the name of Jesus. Multimedia, give me the next slide. The one, the living Bible. Listen, I have some problem with some of you. You are talking about your possession. Listen, the enemy of your soul is a thief. In fact, it's worse than an arm robber. If he takes possession of something, the Bible says, unless you bind a strong man, you cannot take what he has taken. The Bible says, who will deliver the prey of the strong? If a lion touches an animal and puts it down, you know what he's doing? He said, I want to see who will release this animal. But the Bible says, but even the prey of the strong shall be released. But it's going up on one way. He said, lazy people want much but get little. But the diligent prayers are prospering. As a matter of fact, another translation, the message Bible says, the energetic will have something to show for their lives. You are not going to pray this way you are praying. Shuka, shuka prayer anymore. Your possession is what will make your life sweet. He said, let us go at once and possess the land. You see, until you possess some things, you'll be explaining yourself to people. Can I get your time? When you meet your classmates and you have to explain to them 
something is wrong. The possession I'm talking about is like the sunshine. Even if you are blind, you will feel the heat. The kind of blessing God has given you that he wants to possess, you will not need to explain to anybody. The blessing that speaks for itself. The Bible says the energetic will have something to show for their lives. At the count of three, you will go up and possess your possession. A prayer, energetic prayer, violent prayer. At the count of three, one, two, three, go. Lord, today, I am coming here to go and take possession of my joy, of my peace, of the, of the joy in my marriage, of the success of my children. I'm coming up to possess financial liberty. I am not going to be begging anymore. Bible says we ought to be lenders and not borrowers. He said you will no longer be the tail, you will be the head. Nobody will go up for you. You better go up in energetic prayers and possess your possession. Your peace of mind. For somebody, you're healing in your body. You have to go up and take possession. The thief has stolen and intends to keep some possessions. The energetic will have something to show for their lives. Listen, when it comes to the story of your life, you have every reason for you not to care what anybody thinks. If you're tired of explaining yourself to people, your prayer ought to be the most violent. In any area, why you aren't married, why you don't have a car, why you don't look happy, why are you still living in this area, why did you finish university? As long as you have to explain something is wrong, somebody go to the Lord in violent, energetic prayer. I want to have something to show for my life. Oh, Lord, I cannot remain on this mountain. I have been going round and round the same mountain. Lord, I must go upward. I must go northward. I must possess my possession. I'm tired of explaining to people. I must have possession of my possession. I must dispossess anybody that held my thing. Any any satanic force. Uh, any institution that's holding my blessing. They must release it to me. Hey, in the name of the Lord Jesus. For my children, I am going up to take possession. My children shall be signs and wonders. Uh, my children will never be their tail. They must be the head. The Lord says, I will bless your bread and your water. And there shall be none barren in the land. I will fulfill my counsel amongst you. I will deliver you from your oppressors. But the lazy will want much and get little. But the diligent in prayer will prosper. I want to address anybody, any institution, any demon, any satanic agent holding on to your possession, tell them say, I've come to take back what you have stolen. You, if the thief is caught, he must be paid to release what he has stolen. I take back my marital joy. I take back my healing. Let's take your sickness and I receive my healing. I take back borrowing from you. I take, I receive financial liberty, financial abundance. I will not be managing I will not be managing. I'm managing. I'm tired of managing. Lord, you're God of abundance. 
I take possession of financial abundance. I'm tired of explaining myself to people. I must take possession of my possession today. Pray for your family. If you still have to explain why your family is still the way it is, you need to pay. They say, Lord, I'm coming up to take possession of the glory of my family. My family's glory must be restored. Stop hiding. Stop explaining. You have become a good explanator. That is not who you are supposed to be. You should be a testifier. You will be shining for the glory of the Lord. You will no longer be the tail. The Lord will grant that you be the head. You will not be under. You shall be on top. I want you to go up and take your... Today is about taking back your possession. Taking hold of what is yours. Serve notice to quit on everybody. Occupy your property. Occupy your joy. Occupy your husband and wife. Serve a notice of every demon that is occupying children. Every squatter, they are squatting on the places and the things God has given us. You are just a squatter. We serve a notice to quit so that we take our possession. We take back our possession of what is in the place of prayer. By the grace of God, we take it back to the glory of God. We have it back. Because we can do it. Because we are able to make it. Because God says you can have it. Because God says you will achieve it. Because God says you will become it. Take it back. By force. Take your possession. Your name is on it. You are not a failure. You are not a conqueror. Take back the glory. For your family, take back the peace in your home. Take back success. Failure belongs to them. Success is yours. You must break through. Take back your breakthrough. Possess your breakthrough. In the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. The word of the Lord says. Caleb came and says we can certainly do it. I have come by the spirit of the Lord. You can certainly make it. What kind of amen is that? You can certainly achieve it. Because the Lord is on your side. Exchange failure for success. In the name of Jesus. You are not just going to be circling the mountain. You will rise to the top of the mountain. You used to be the tail. Now God is 
exchanging position for you. You are now the head in the name of Jesus. You used to explain to people. I want you to do something. Any area of my life. That I need to be explaining to people. Today that ministry of explaining. I drop it. It's not my portion. It's not my ministry. I take. I'm going up to take possession. Of who I'm supposed to be. A testifier. That. I possess my possessions. My possessions will speak for themselves. I receive glory in the place of shame. I receive success in the place of failure. That's how to take your possession. Say it with your mouth. I receive happily married ever after instead of struggling with relationships. I receive financial abundance. Instead of managing some secret money, I shall break through instead of being stuck on the spot. I'm no longer under the circumstances. By the hand of the Lord, I'm elevated to the top of the circumstances. I possess my possessions. I possess my possession. I dispossess every squatter that is squatting in the place of my honor. I dispossess every squatter that is squatting on what is my own. I possess back whatever the enemy has stolen. I'm no longer hypnotized. I'm no longer confused. Today I possess my possession. My life changes today for better. I I came here a struggler. I'm living a, a victor. My life will never remain the same again. Because today is a day of reckoning. Every soul be evacuated in the name of Jesus. Every thief dispossessed of what vice from my glory. Where there used to be no God has made a way for me. I'm heading for the feast according to the word of the Lord. I'm heading for banquet table according to the word of the Lord. There's no more discouragement in my timetable. I am encouraged by the word of the Lord. The Lord has spoken and it is settled. Father, we give you the praise. We give you adoration. We worship your majesty. With a shout of victory, we declare that it is done. Somebody give the Lord a shout of victory. So it is in the name of Jesus. One amen for me, one amen for your family, one amen for Grace Assembly, one amen. We're still praying. I read Joshua 6, verses 1 to 2 to you from the New International Version of the Bible. Joshua 6, 1 to 2. Please listen. My time is gone. Joshua 6 verses 1 to 2. That should be the New International Version, NIV. The Bible says now. Why the word now? The first scripture I read to you says, See, I wish people will listen to God. He says, Now, 
at that time, when God told them to take possession. That is the story of our lives. We think because God said something, everything will just fall in place. He says, see, I've given you the land. He says, now go up and take possession. Bible says, now the gates of Jericho were securely barred. It's one to short. When you short, you lock. When you short, you lock and you put bars behind. They put this thing and they put a bar. So even if you pick lock, nothing. Even if you unlock the gate, nothing. Barred because of who? The people that God gave the promise to. That's why you should never be surprised about the battles that go on around you. It's proof that God blessed you. No one went out. It's like coronavirus. No one went out and no one came in. Just because this is going on does not mean you're not blessed. Just because in the midst of all this, in fact, it is proof that you're blessed. Because something is about to happen. Then the Lord said to Joshua, read that word for me. Wait, see what? Is this see that the gate, the, the wall is big? Is this see that the gate is very high? Is it see how many sentries are sitting on the gatehouses? The towers that are supposed to shoot you with bows and arrow? Is it the fact that the, the wall is, is like 20 feet thick? No, no. It says see. The problem with a lot of us is we see what the enemy is doing. We don't see with our spiritual eyes. Bless eyes that see. Is what he's talking about. See. Not what others see. I have given. I have delivered. Oh, I like that one better. Someone say delivered. I have delivered Jericho into your hands. Along with its king and its fighting men. The fighting men are usually the ones you think will stop you. Lift up your hand to the Lord. The Lord, I see. Lord, I see. At last, I see. Not the mountains against me. Not how many armed men are guarding my possession. Not the size of the opposition, but I see the clear Lord. I see Jehovah on my side. I see the greatness of my God. I see what I heard. Because until you see, you will not go against the Up your hand to the Lord. I see the promises of God. I see them in technicolors, the goodness of God. I see the pronouncement of God over my life that God speaks a word. A hundred years, He will not change His mind. Because whatever He says cannot return to Him void. It must accomplish its purpose. Seasons come, seasons go. Kings come, kings go. He says, When I say a thing, I have the power to bring it to us. For who else speaketh a thing has power to bring it? If it is not Jehovah, 
I see the hand of the Lord upon my life. I see how much God loves me and is committed to me. I see that my discouragement has held back the power of God in my life. I see how I have been paralyzed, but I didn't even know that that was what was wrong with me. Paralyzed. I see myself taking my possession. I see myself conquering what conquered me. I see myself achieving what has eluded me. I see myself becoming what I celebrate other people for and I thought I would never be amongst them. I see the working God working in my favor. right hand to God. Verse 2 says, the Lord says to Joshua, see, I have delivered Jericho. The word Jericho is it. I read it like, I see, I have delivered it into your hands. Open your mouth and begin to say, Lord, I see that you have delivered it into my hands. What is it? For, For Joshua, it was Jericho. What is it for you? Say the Lord, Lord, I see the Lord seated upon the throne, delivering it in my hands. I see myself possessing it because you gave it to me. I see 
It doesn't matter if anybody else sees it. I see what you have been trying to show me. That you have delivered it into my hands. Oh, you have delivered it into my hands. I see it. I see myself possessing what has eluded me. As far as your eyes can see, the Lord said, I'll give it to you. I want you now to go into prayers and go and possess what the Lord has promised you. Whatever represents it to you, go into prayer and possess what God has promised you. Go and possess what is rightfully yours. What you should have by now that you still don't have. As far as God is concerned, he already delivered it into your hands. Go and possess what you deserve. Particularly those of you that have served God. What you deserve is according to what, how you have served. What you deserve is according to how you have served. God is a rewarder of them that seek him and they serve him. I know you deserve more than where you are at. You deserve more than what you have. Go now and possess in the place of prayer what you have prayed for. I want you to pray. I want you to pray. I want you to pray. Go and possess it. What God promised you. Go and possess what is yours. Go up and possess what you deserve. Go up and possess what you are praying for. As far as God is concerned, it has been delivered into your hands. In the year 2020, God says, I want to bring your life into balance so that what will make your joy to be full. As far as God is concerned, He has delivered it into your hands. Go and possess it. Thank you, Lord. Father, we give you praise. Thank you for everyone going up to possess what the Lord has given us, what the Lord has promised us. Thank you for everyone as we go. We possess what is ours. We possess what we deserve because we have served you. We possess the things that we should have had by now that the enemy diverted or stole. We possess them. We possess what we have prayed for because it's the will of God for us to have had those things. Father, we thank you because you made it possible. We thank you because you gave those things to us. We thank you because you gave us the victory in the place of battle. We glorify your name. We celebrate you. Blessed be your name now and forevermore. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. This is your last chance to say your best amen. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. If you know that you are possessed, your possession, put your hands together and just celebrate the Lord. Hallelujah. 
Blessed be God who gives us victory. I congratulate you. Congratulate your neighbor. Say, congratulations. You have possessed your possession. Hallelujah. Have you been blessed this evening? What are your hands doing? Show some gratitude to the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.